Matt, how's it going, man? Jay, it is going well. Uh, I am excited to be here. As always, I feel like we've we, we faced a lot of uh, pressure from the league this week, which we I you know deep down I, I appreciate it. They they enjoy our content and they want us to produce these these episodes. But uh, Chad went so far as to as to post the first league message board chat and it must be multiple years dude i'm actually impressed dude like one that charles posted but two that someone actually checks the board to be like charles posted on the board you know well i will say i i definitely don't check the board but i i got a notification about it oh you got the notice on that's good to know you know yeah, always... to get your attention post on the board oh. Yeah, always notifications on, you know, don't let the facts that no one has used the message board in six years <laughs> make you turn your, because you never know when a big one could hit and it happened today. You, you gotta, you gotta keep, be ready. You know, that, that, that is pretty good. I think the other thing that kind of came up is I never thought that I'd be in a, a war of attrition with freezing, man. How do you, how do you think that's going so far? What do you mean? I'm just taking, taking shots from the freezing. Like there is just. In, in oh. ambush. Oh yeah. The, the reason I was confused is because I, I it's it's not a war. It's a war requires both parties to be t- uh, taking shots at each other. It's just it's yeah. it's kind of at this point it's kind of just bullying from freezing. For you. <laughs> like, it, I mean, I I am now down ninety dollars so far this year, and you know it's I, I'm going to continue to be down money, but every there's the same things being said by freeze, and you know here's the thing. It is taking uh, the news off the other members in the league that are not doing well. Like, there are going to be four people that are playing vying for the last place uh, spot. And, you know, we're not talking about Lairbaum being one and four, you know, we being two and three, you know, you. It, it, there's a potential. Uh, me, me, I'm, 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 I'm three and two. Um, I mean, yes. come on. Jay, Jay the, the thing is, and, and I, I don't doubt, like, it is, we've talked about this, it's very much in play that you, you know, like, it, no matter how bad you do this year, you have to lose two consolation games in a row to be out of the league. Now, granted, but, I have lost five but games in a row so far. <laughs> at this juncture, at this juncture, you are, you are historically bad. You've paid three of the five last place fines. You're, you're, okay, Lairbaum's in 11th, you're in 12th. He's averaging over 10 points more per week than you. Yes. I mean, you're you're like a distant last. Correct, um, but my team has fully encompassed, we're playing, you know, look at my bench. That's all I got to say, you know? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, okay, we, we've belittled your before team. We go, before hey, we hey, go start, no, 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 no. There's one thing I need to mention, okay, that doesn't get mentioned on this pod enough. All right, go ahead. Charles was 0-5 at one point of what a ship. I just had to say it, you know? Dude, that's it's <laughs> one of those things that no one talks about when we talk about bad teams and, like, bouncing back from adversity. No one brings that up. So, thank you. Uh, that's a great point. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> wait, I want to make fun of someone else, okay? Okay, uh, yeah, fair. J- JV All-Stars, which is Shelter, paid $61 for Eno Benjamin this week. The Holy. next time, 
Yeah, I just noticed this. The next highest bid was $22. Did uh, did Connor get hurt or something? Did I miss something? Yeah, I mean, Connor got hurt, but, like, it's, it's fucking Eno Benjamin. Like, do <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's not like a – I'm trying to think of, like, a better example. Like, if – I don't know, like if if Dalvin got hurt and Madison, I mean, obviously Madison's already on a team, but like something like that where it's just like you know a guy is gonna be the bona fide lead back. Okay, yeah, spend sixty one, but like you know Benjamin, I don't think anyone is that excited about slotting him in at the running back spot, even if he is considered the Cardinals, you know, quote unquote lead back right now. You just know that's gonna be a backfield by committee. It's. He went the the, the 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 market says this. I mean, he went for the market said the next highest bid is twenty two dollars, and he chose to go sixty one. And also, you know, on that note, I did trade James Conner away. You know, just saying that you did, dude. That's uh, the universe uh, coming back. Uh, I'm not wording. I'm doing like a Jism right now where I'm using. Words that don't make just, sense, but don't think but it, about it, was, it, just let it come, you know. Yeah, just let it flow. Um, yeah. but anyway, it was you know, you, you you acquired Cord who was hurt, but you got rid of Connor who was hurt, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, correct. All right, well, uh, Matt, I don't know, I wish I was doing as well in fantasy as I am in Pick'em because I won another week. Uh, you have currently oh one week one, and I have three weeks one, and then we have one number tied. But you had Brent, Clayton, and Charles. I myself picked Shelter, Guns, and Lairbaum. So I was two of a three correct uh, beating you out. So you, you got a journey to come back on here. And you, everyone knows this is what's really important. Dude, I think I should just get a free week because you just uh, switched up the format that we have used for years. Usually you don't talk about picks until after we recap the previous week. Yeah, but I don't have anything good to talk about. You were so I... excited. Yeah. yeah, you were You were too excited to get yeah. to yeah. that. Dude, we're going through this whole party. Like, I have nothing good to say about my own team. Like, give me one thing, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I get it. Okay, let's, let's go ahead, though. Let's go to the week that was. Um, I'm going to start this off with the highest scoring matchup of the week. Not one that you would expect. Um, these teams both came in at one and three, and there were some fireworks. Uh, Charles puts up 142 uh, to get the thirty, the weekly $30 payment from yourself. Um, and then Lairbaum puts up 125. Very frustrating for him. Um, Lairbaum being a team that's he's taken a lot of heat from this pod. Um, it seems, frankly, responded pretty well. I mean, they won last week. Granted, I don't think it was a pretty victory, but this week – you know, it puts up 125 and, and can't even, you know, he still loses by, by 17. <laughs> uh, but Lairbaum, good for him uh, to see Kamara and Dalvin get on track. You know, the kind of a team we thought would have one of the better running back combos in the league had not turned out that way all year. But week five, those guys get going. Um, those are really the highlights on his side. Uh, Charles, just a dominant effort. Um, Gabe Davis, who this pod was very critical of last week. Uh, you got to think it was bulletin board material for him because he went for 30.6 points. Uh, the rest of Chad's roster, I mean, Jacoby Myers goes for 20.6. Um, frankly, I think Chad's team 
had some kind of flukish performances um, that aren't going to be sustainable um, with the exception of Mark Andrews, who we know is a monster. And, you know, Aaron Jones is starting to look a little concerning. Um, the Packer offense, at least so far, is not oh. what it has been. Oh, he wow. goes for, for another what you think I can't ever talk bad about the Packers. No, no, because I also traded him away and got shit for that too. So I'm just curious. Okay, okay. I can't keep track of all your <laughs> – it's it's insane how many just like spectacular trades you've had in your own five still. <laughs> what, are, what, what are the odds? Uh, but anyway, that's that matchup. Good win for Charles who gets back in the hunt at two and three. Lairbaum, not – not uh, excuse me, down but not out, I would say, at one and four. No, this was I, – I, I agree with you. I do think uh, Charles' score is fluke-ish just because, you know, you have Jacoby Myers going for 20 after having, like, you know, just being Jacoby. This is his first touchdown of the year. The, the, the Patriots scored 29 points against a tough, you know, Detroit who's been looking good. Um, unfortunate, Buffalo's defense against Pittsburgh scored him a lot of points. Um, but it is kind of concerning that is he's got two good, you know, Aaron Jones and Joe Mixon is a good running back core who didn't score him points, but he was able to win there. He does have Montgomery on this bench coming back from injury as well, so that's that could slot in there maybe at the flex for him future state. Um, 142 points is very impressive from Charles. Uh, but Larebaum, this is one of those ones where, you know, he was one in three, and he finally had a good week, and it just wasn't enough, right? Like, he had a solid week with Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Mike Williams, who we talked about, uh, you know, over and over again. Like, they need to carry his team. Unfortunately, Penny got hurt out of the game very early on in, in that uh, game, um, which is, you know, very, very hard for uh, him to be able to make up those points and get that high score. Um, tough loss. It's a week-to-week game, but scoring 125 points and losing is always tough. Yeah, Litterbaum is definitely uh, the week-to-week victim of the week presented by South Lib. Yep. And now with that being said, let's go to my team. I scored 55 points against Matt Long. He scored 134, nothing to talk about. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'm not going to say a ton on your team. This is obviously my bench did good. An embarrassing effort. I mean, no, it did. You had two QBs on. No, you have. I would have got to like 80, dude. Jay, most of your bench is either suspended or on IR. You don't even have a good bench. Um, Correct, but but I, I we we we, t- we talked about you enough in the intro. But uh, Maddie's team gets to five and zero. Oh, um, but what I really want to talk about here is, and Matt Matt was the first to admit when he was three and zero, oh, I believe, um, that he was really the beneficiary of some pretty f- uh, fortunate matchups. Granted, week to week game, of course, and he did win every week. Um, but this week, and I believe last week, if I recall, he's really made statements with some nice scores. He had the second highest score in the league this week. Um, obviously, Travis Kelsey getting four touchdowns. And Kelsey's a, Kelsey's a stud. That's not going to be sustainable. But, I mean, DK is looking good with Geno at quarterback. Lamb, not the biggest week this week. But, I mean, his receiving core is looking nice. Um, this, is a, this is a good team, man. Like, we gave him – like I said, we thought he was kind of fortunate early on. But, uh, oh, Jeff Wilson, I mean, he's a stud at running back now. We know how the Niners like to run the ball. Um, Maddie's a force to be reckoned with. So, uh, he goes to 5-0. and oh. 
and he's yeah, the I only think, five. He's the uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Jay. Before we I switch. think he's just missing that flex squad, right? I, I don't think AJ Dillon's really this year uh, making it work in Green Bay with that committee, and I think that's the one thing Maddie Kitt's missing from a championship roster is someone in that flex, you know. I would agree. I'm still not, despite him being 5-0, and he's not at the top of my list of championship contenders. Um, okay, so we mentioned he is the only 5-0 and team now. Um, the one guy that came in to last week, 4-0, takes his first loss of the season. I believe we declared this uh, to be the game of the week last week. And Guns uh, gets the victory, 113 uh, and change to 100 and change over Clayton, uh, guns goes to three and two Clayton four and one. Um, you know, this, this is one we, we kind of the holes that we've poked in Clayton's team are that he is a little, not a little, his team is top heavy, which, you know, you, you, you uh, sink or swim with, with a handful of guys. Um, and he gets most of those guys popped off for him. Cooper cup again, 22, Nick Chubb, 25. Those guys have been monsters. Uh, but then you get one of his guys who has been going off most of the season, puts up a zero. Obviously, there's some injury stuff involved there, but that's the risk you run with that type of roster. Because then you got Edmonds in Miami. He's not startable at this point um, because – why am I blanking on his name? The running back. Uh, gosh. Anyway, you know who I'm talking about. Edmonds is, is not even barely rosterable at this point. Cam Akers, kind of the same story. Um, so this is not a deep team, but he did go over 100 despite all those low scores. Um, so Clayton, he's still a contender, but Guns, that's a team I really like here. Uh, and I think Guns is a title contender. Josh Allen, freak. Uh, Devontae, you know, uh, fuck that cameraman, right? Uh, but no, but, I mean, Devontae, that's, you know, that's high-end wide receiver one. He goes for 25. Waddle. Uh, has been quiet the last two weeks. QB situation there is a little concerning for guns. Christian has made it through five weeks now. Um, and uh, Ramondre, or as guns calls him, Rom, perhaps the new cord. We shall see. But he's been a stud in New England. Um, you know, lock it on guns bench. Like th- this, is, this is a good roster. Um, guns had, has two losses both weeks where he put up nice scores. This is a good team. And he goes to three and two. Yeah, good win for Guns. He did have Lockett on the bench, like you mentioned, but it's tough to put him in uh, instead of Waddle or something like that. Uh, I am strictly impressed that uh, McCaffrey's still uninjured. Pretty impressive. Adam, Dude, very, so strictly impressed. <laughs> strictly impressed. Josh <laughs> Allen, I think I think having a strong quarterback has been really important this year in the league because um, the top-end quarterbacks score – a lot more points than the mid-end quarterbacks. Like, it's not like a close threshold, right? Like, you got your Josh Allens, your Patrick Mahomes, your Jalen Hurts, and then, like, the next level is, like, low 20s, high teams. But um, – I would agree. I, I don't have the numbers, but I, I would I would uh, speculate that the standard deviation on QB uh, point variance is, has been higher this year than usual. Yeah, and I think that plays a big part in Gundy's success. Uh, knowing that you're going to get 30 points out of your quarterback is pretty good. Um, on the other side, though, Clayton seemed like I don't – Cooper Cup can only do so much to carry this team. Um, Cam Akers is not a startable running back. Uh, we've seen that this year. And then Edmonds as well. It, it, I just don't see anything Clayton can do right now. 
to fix his roster running back wise. I granted he's four and one, so you know, to each their own. But looking at Clayton's team, there's a lot of holes in that in that roster, and there's nothing to fill it up with on his bench. So um, I I could see that we're going to start seeing a lot of losses from Clayton. We have Our, a take. That's we a, have take. a take. Shots fired. Right. I, I'm Next. normally team Clayton. I, I you know he knows I know, but this pod isn't about being team anyone. It's right. about it's about calling how it is. How it is. Yeah. Correct. Uh, with that being said, let's go to your matchup. Yeah, you versus yeah. we. You, you kind of put a good point out here. You won by thirty-seven points against we. It was slated to be a lot closer, but just like we talked about quarter quarterback play, Patrick Mahomes threw four touchdowns and Travis Kelsey gets thirty points. Right. Um, your 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 wide receivers did not look too hot this week, but it's okay. They were able to take a week off because the beast Derrick Henry, running back, uh, had a solid solid performance. Um, which really, you know, helped your team get get to that end because uh, Robinson, Dobbs, Chase, and Tanyan uh, have been really struggling. Well, Tanyan's been really struggling, but I know uh, there's only so much you can do with tight ends this year. On uh, the other end, though, um, just not enough out of week. Lamar Jackson did not have that game. Like, he, he's the same thing where he's relying on Lamar Jackson to score a lot of points for his team to be successful. And unfortunately, uh, he had a bad, bad game. Brees Hall does look good on the Jets now, though, and Amari Cooper with Cleveland was able to score a lot of points. But again, just just not enough on the other plugs where, you know, he's got Fryermuth at his tight end. And uh, now that Montgomery's back, having Khalil Herbert in the starting roster did not make a lot of sense. So uh, we 80 points here. I think I'm going to say it as well. I think Wee's roster as well is going to meet me in the consolation bracket. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we struggled struggled this week. I mean, his roster is pretty reliant on Lamar going off. That clearly didn't happen. Only 14 uh, for Lamar. Um, Yeah, my side, my my team showed up and played well. I think Patrick Mahomes is is perhaps looking like value at $18. He's uh, looking like the Mahomes of old, um, putting up some big scores. I don't know exactly – where he is in the QB rankings, I'm not going to stop the pod to pull it up, but I, I know he's at least top five. Um, aside from that, Derek Henry, he, gosh, I mean, the last three weeks, he's been what we expect oh, from Henry after a pretty concerning start. Uh, James Robinson, I am a little worried that his first three weeks were fool's gold. He's kind of tailed off here. Um, and then my rookie receivers, uh, Olaf has a nice game, but Dobbs not getting it done. And then probably the guy that I'm most concerned about on my team is Jamar Chase. Uh, I really was when I drafted him and I'd spent a lot of money. And if I'm going to call value on Mahomes, I'm going to have to call what is the, the, uh, the opposite of, of value. Do we have a, do we have a word for that? League sound off in the comments. If, I mean, we could say like reach, but I don't. Yeah, uh, I think like, reach. No, I don't, I don't like that as much. We we need a better word for the opposite of value. But anyway, I dropped 58 on Jamar. I legit thought he could potentially be like the number one overall fantasy receiver this year. Not happening. So that's concerning. Um, my, my kicker in defense, uh, that Thursday night football game, which was just an abomination, just an insult to the sport. Uh, but it was fantastic to have a kicker and defense going in. They, they combined for 25. Um, 
And then the guy I'm excited about on my bench is Raheem Mostert, who has really emerged. Um, that's the name I couldn't remember earlier. <laughs> um, but he has emerged as the guy in Miami um, with Chase Edmonds just being kind of irrelevant. So good win. I get uh, get back to uh, to a winning record at three and two. I, thanks to our trusty friend and sponsor, Google, I found a good word for uh, the opposite of value. Far away. Valuelessness. Jay, that's just like taking the word and adding – no, we, we got to do better It's a big that. word, dude. It's a big word. It's a word. That does not roll off the tongue. Leak sound off. I like valuelessness. But, uh, Matt, what's your uh, – who did you have in flex this week? Um. Jay, do you not open the thing when we're doing these podcasts? I, I'm just curious. <laughs> I, 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 oh, you, you, I think the pod off. would really like you to <laughs> say who's in flex. Olave, okay, okay. So next matchup, uh, let's go to uh, Slim Pickens. That is Brent, who still has the the fridge as his icon for some reason and jv all-stars who spent a lot of money on you know whatever his name is benjamin i think uh this week um jv all-stars shelter gets the victory to go to two and three and because he has uh, put up pretty solid points he's two he's, he's the highest ranked of the two and three teams in seventh now um but he gets nice week 117 points uh, Damian Fierce, that guy is a dog for anybody that's watched him run the ball. I mean, he gets 26 carries in that game, which is kind of, in today's NFL is kind of unheard of. Um, that guy is, he's a beast. And, uh, you know, the name Fierce certainly fits. Uh, Damian Harris, a little concerning with the emergence of Rom on Gunn's team. Damian only gets 1.7. But then Josh Jacobs was a beast on Monday night. Uh, Tucker was himself the kicking goat, um, and he gets, uh, as I mentioned, a nice score here. On Brent's side, not a lot of points. Of course, Saquon keeps it going, though. Um, I think still the RB1. He puts up a, his 18. Uh, New England defense goes off in the shutout. Um, poor freezing, man. There was so much hype around the Lions. You know, they get shut out. They're one and four. Um, but, yeah, just aside from that, not a lot. Uh in the fridge, if you will, uh, for Brent this week. Yeah, I mean, he, he did enough to get them to not get low scores, so that's impressive. But, yeah, Saquon, you know, Saquon, uh, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey are all having really good years, so it's, it's kind of impressive. It's like it's three years ago, but this year. Um, but, yeah, Brent's side, just Najee Harris has looked – terrible um well pittsburgh's terrible um that that's rough for him there the new england defense went off against detroit scoring them 22 points making this a little bit uh closer than it should have been um but just a lot of just non like you would think that his team would score more points this week i'm actually kind of shocked um I, i i think brent's two and three right now um, but I could see his team kind of bouncing back and, and being able to get back in the playoffs. On the other end, Shelter, 116 points off of a game where Tyreek Hill didn't score a lot, um, and Damian Harris only got one point. But Josh Jacobs had a monster game against Kansas City, um, was able to score 
27 points, which is, you know, definitely his high. Uh, Damian Pierce out of Houston, I mean, looks pretty good there. Um, Damian, D- Damian Pierce. Fierce, sorry. Hey, Jay, also worth noting, that was not Jacob's highest scoring game. He had, really? So the last two weeks, he's gone oh, for 30, 32 and 27.8. That's insane. Damn. Okay. Well, maybe, you know, I guess with, uh, like, Waller being hurt and shit, like, and Adams probably being suspended after next week, maybe Jacob's value goes up quite a bit. So, uh, yeah. we'll be there. Good win by, good win by Shelter, though. Hey, hey, w- w- one note on Brent's team, uh, Saquon looking like major value, but Najee, Saquon at $41, and but Najee at $57, um, being, being a value less whatever you said. Uh, those guys, those guys, yeah, those guys kind of like the value almost kind of cancels each other out, and I think that's why you see Brent at two and three right now. Yeah. Like, Saquon was, I mean, even though he was, like, $40, that's value. Oh, that's Naji crazy. Valuelessness. $41 for the RB1? Like, that's that's insane value. What were we all thinking at the draft, dude? I mean, we were thinking the Giants are garbage and are going to waste <laughs> Saquon's career, which is how it had looked the last few years. But he's – Dabble's got that team playing well. It's true. Is that all the matchups for this week? Did we oh, – uh, Charles? No, we did Charles. Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't do Calvin versus Dylan. Oh. Ah, how could yeah. we? This was a yeah, great matchup too. Um, you know, you just, you're just dude, you're just trying to like tune freezing out from your consciousness. He's I am. I, he's, I he's bullied you. You know, I just not letting him get to me. And you know, I know he's attacking me because his team lost, right? Like his team lost, so he, he wants to take the pressure off of himself. Um, but again, you know, freezing, uh, you know, pitiful performance. He, he had a chance to beat uh, Dylan, but um, unfortunately, shit. I was trying to say, like, maybe, you know, freezing could have made some, like, changes on his bench, like we always talk about, but he really couldn't have. Um, not enough to be able to win, I don't think. Uh, no. So he probably made all the right plays. Uh, his wide receivers just all across the board did not play well, even on his bench. Austin Eckler had a monster game, though, with 33 points. But that's it for freezing. Um, and Dallas's defense against the Rams. Uh, 23 points there. Touchdown, five sacks, and two fumble recoveries. That Dallas defense went off. Um, but he's playing against Dylan. You know, Dylan's got the team, we think. Uh, although he is at three and two, he's got the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, looking very good here. But with Connor being hurt, maybe there's some cracks in Dylan's team that, you know, won't be able to get fixed up. Uh, I, I, Dylan had, you know, Jefferson and Diggs went off, carried his team to victory there. Hollywood Brown as well, 17 points. And then Carlson uh, scoring two field goals over 50 yards, getting 16 points from a kicker uh, is quite respectful. Quite respectful. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, so on Dylan's side, we've said this all year. He's got the best receiver combo, and I maintain that his running backs are not good enough. I don't – I think this team is a contender, but they're not a top-line contender. Um, and obviously losing James Conner, as you mentioned, only makes it more difficult for him at running back. But, you know, those receivers are, are going to keep him in a lot of games for sure. Um, yeah, freezing side, there were no – oh, there were no mistakes made. I When you were saying that, I was just thinking about if uh, anyone at Yahoo is listening, a cool feature would be if there was – 
a button you could click that was like optimized roster yeah. and it would yeah. and it would show like what your score could have been if you had made the right moves. Um, but yeah, you you kind of sum this one up. Nothing for freezing to really hang his hat about. That's tough when um, St. Brown only goes for three point eight, and then Pittman. Although Pittman, I, I can't. Yeah, that's him going for eight point four. Just feels normal right now. That Colts offense is embarrassing. Uh, but then his boy Hawkinson goes from thirty six last week to one this week. Um, you know, freezing really not a great effort. You're not going to be able to count on Dallas for 23. Although that defense is a problem though. Um, but yeah, nothing more to say here. Two solid teams, good matchup. And now they're both three and two. Uh, I so, do have, a, I have to, uh, I have to redact something I said in change. Redaction right? alert. Redaction alert. Uh, freezing could have won this week if he played the right people. Uh, if you put Devonte Smith in instead of St. Brown, and then also he put Thielen in his flex instead of Christian Kirk. He would have scored enough points to win. So this is solely on the owner freezing for losing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is let the record show that freezing completely blew it. He did. Completely. Okay. And, you know, I think that's going to be a storyline going forward. I think he's too focused on, you know, the low point score, uh, you know, that he's not focused on his own team. Here's another hot take. Freezing, I'll see you in the consolation bracket, baby. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. In the, Could wait, you imagine? But wait, will it? Will he be in the bottom four of the consolation playing for his League of Dawn's life? Or just... He will. He will. Oh, my goodness. Let's he will. Look up. And can you imagine that storyline? I lose the first matchup. He loses the first matchup. And it's me v. Freeze about, about who sits out for a year. That would be actually that that matchup is almost it, it is going to be bigger than the championship game. That's going to be yes. the, the, the matchup of the year is going to be that game. The whoever faces off for relegation. It is. And that's actually true. Everyone knows that. It's literally true. People are going to care <laughs> way more about that than the championship. Yeah. Uh, All right. We go, finally uh, make consolation bracket worth something, you know? Yeah, no, I love it. All right, Jay, I know you have uh, a time crunch here with the shit. Yes. You're, you're, oh, yeah. You're, you're probably hurry up. My bad. You're, you're trying to bring back the 300, and we don't want to stand in the way of that. Um, so yes. let's, go to our, let's go to picks. As we know, you're up 3-1 right now. Uh, I'm going to start it off. This is a classic old-school League of Dawns matchup, two of the original franchises. Uh, Calvin the Great at 3-2 and two versus Guns at 3-2. and two. Um, freezing, uh, tight end spot is empty right now. I believe Hawkinson, yes, the, his beloved Lions are on their bye week, so Hawkinson's out. Um, and he's got a number of Lions guys, right? St. Brown, Swift, who's that? Swift's been hurt, obviously. Um, but yeah, this, I, I don't, I don't think I need to like slice and dice this that much. Um, Josh Allen, Casey, and Buffalo is gonna be a shootout. Waddle, that's a little tough because Waddle's got those QB issues. But I, I'm, I'm not going to overanalyze this one. Guns just has a stronger roster this week. I don't – yeah, he's. I'm taking Guns. Yep, I, I, the prophecy, I'm taking Guns. Freezing's going to lose again. Uh, I do think Freezing gets a lot of points out of Kirk Cousin and Adam Thielen this week against Miami with, like, their fourth-string quarterback in, I think. Um, so I think there's a lot of points to be had there. But without Hawkinson – there's no way freezing wins this week. This is a lock guns wins. All righty. Take us to the next one. The next one here. Um, let's get into ooh, a, a close 
close matchup prediction wise between Dylan and uh, Brent. Uh, Yahoo has it less than a point difference with Dylan slightly in the lead here. Um, <clears throat> we do have Aaron Rodgers at the Jets, uh, Keenan Allen at Denver, Saquon versus Baltimore. Uh, Jay, Jay, I, I, I want to clarify one thing for you. When it says verse, it means they're at home. When it says at, it means they're at. That makes a lot of sense. Thanks for the clarification. Uh, we got uh, on the other side. Dylan's also predicting low because he doesn't have a kicker yet, but he will fill that in. Um, but I like Dylan's. I mean, there's. It's so hard to not like Dylan's wide receivers and say like, hey, with those two wide receivers with pretty favorable-ish matchups, they're going to win. Um, although I'm, I'm a fan of the upsets, I, I don't think Connor comes back this week. So Dylan's going to be hurting a lot at, at running back. Do you have sources in the uh, Cardinals medical staff? I could. You know, you never know. Possibly. Yeah. I possibly. You, we, yeah. you know, I'm actually – you know what? I'm going to go upset alert. I'm going to go 10th place takes down Dylan as well. I'm going Teddy. So I just realized what makes Mark spending whatever it was, $61 on, you know, even funnier is that James Connors literally just questionable. Like he might right. not even miss a game. I did, it might be like, like I, I saw that and I assumed Connor was out for like multiple weeks. Anyway, enough about shelters, money mismanagement. Um, okay. Let's look at this. Herbert versus Denver. That Denver defense has actually been good, good. Um, despite the team just as a whole looking embarrassing. Uh, Jefferson at Miami. That's a tough matchup. They got good corners, good defense. Diggs at KC. Like I said, that game feels like a shootout. Anybody that saw the playoff game last year, I don't know what else you could expect. <laughs> um, Hollywood against the Seahawk defense. That Seahawk defense, I think, is the worst in the league. Uh you guys can check that and well, actually me if you want to, but they're, they're really fucking bad regardless. Um, on the other side, Dobbins versus the Giants defense, who's looking better. Saquon versus Baltimore. Baltimore has been a shockingly bad defense. Uh, Keenan, Denver, good defense. Um, God, these. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dylan here just based on, on um Really, really, Stephon Diggs. I, I think Stephon has a big game. Um, I think I actually think this is going to be a pretty low-scoring matchup, though. But yeah, Dylan gets it done. You know, I think this year when people hear us differing on our picks and they hear you take them, they're they're like, oh, you know, because I'm just getting them all right this time. It's early. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's go. Uh, we'll go to my matchup. Uh, Myself coming at three and two versus Lairbaum at one and four. Uh, Lairbaum falls to one and five. It could be, you know, uh, the fat lady could be singing. But guys, Chad did start 0 and five <laughs> and won the championships. So but he wasn't one and five so, or one and four, you know? Well, he did. He was one and five. That's true. His own so perhaps, <laughs> so perhaps, so perhaps Lairbaum should throw this game. Correct. To get to one and five, because Chad was one and five and won the title. Um, okay. Lairbaum, uh, you know, I buried Kamara, and he had a nice game last week. Uh, Dalvin, I did not bury. I was definitely big on Dalvin bouncing back. Um, on my side, 
just looking at the matchups here, Mahomes, I need, I, I really need Mahomes to go scorched earth, like 30 plus points in this. I'm also rolling the dice a bit. I'm putting Taysom, who I signed this week, at tight end in hopes that like he gets a goal line touchdown or something because Tanyan just hasn't been getting it done for me. Um, I'm rolling with my rookie wide receivers again, uh, Dobbs and uh, <laughs> and then uh, the other rookie from the Saints. And then I have, but the I, I do have Derrick Henry on the bye. Um, looking through this, I I'm gonna pick myself to pull the upset. I got Mostert going into the starting lineup. I like, I love the way he's been playing and running the ball. I think I'm going to pull the upset on Lairbaum here, who's actually favored by 12 in this matchup. Yeah, I, I just don't see it, Matt, this week. I think Lairbaum gets this. I think Dalvin Cook has a huge game against Miami. Miami just had uh, played the Jets, and I think the Jets running back scored a lot of points. Um, and now you have Dalvin Cook going in there. And then, again, Miami's got, like, their fourth-string quarterback in, so they're probably going to turn the ball over a lot. It's probably going to get into game script where they're just running the football. And I think Dalvin Cook scores a lot of points. Um, on the other end, we talk about, like, especially this week with Henry being out, you need Mahomes to have a huge game. But I just don't see that happening against Buffalo's defense this week. I think Mahomes has one of his off games. And I'm going to go with uh, Larabon beating you kind of convincingly this week. All right, next one. We're going to go with myself. Uh, we won't spend too much time on this one. My team sucks, but I am playing Charles. And I am 0-5. So, if I beat Charles, who also won the championship when he was 0-5, but I beat him first to get to my 1-5, I'm on a big success rate, right? And next week, Hopkins comes back. This is huge. I need this win. If I get one win before Hopkins comes back, I could see myself winning a championship. So on that alone, my team, we talked in the locker room. We made a lot of changes. We got Geno Smith in the starting roster. We got Mason Crosby kicking a football. I feel good about my team. I'm going to pick me to beat Charles. Okay, I picked Chad. Uh, next <laughs> matchup. We have uh, 5-0 and Matty Kidd uh, just rolling on cloud nine right now against Shelter, who comes in at 2-3. and three. Uh, but has the best point total of any two and three team. Uh, this is, you know, this is a classic matchup, the Battle of LA. Um, you know, we got the, the the cameraman shelter running his business. We got Maddie, the UFC king, uh, doing big things there. Love this matchup. Um, let's see, gosh. So jumping off the screen immediately is Kyler Murray against that just awful Seahawks defense. And Kyler, I don't like Kyler, but he's a pretty good fantasy QB. And this feels like a game where he could go for like 40. You know, he throws for three touchdowns and runs for two or something like that. Then you got CD against a tough uh, Philly defense. Metcalf against a not the greatest Arizona defense. Um, yeah, and then on Shelter's side, like I think Shelter's going to – the shelter's path in this one is Tyreek going for 30 plus. And with the QB play that they have right now, I don't see that. Now his boy, Eno Benjamin, the big budget uh, pickup, you know, maybe shelter knows something we don't. And he goes for a huge game. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking Maddie the kid here. Yeah. I'm taking Maddie kid as well. Um, I think Kyler Murray, I think he's going to have a good game. 
fantasy wise with Connor being out. I don't think that those touches go to Eno. I think it just makes, you know, those goal line maybe some more design runs for Kyler Murray instead. Um, and I, I, I just I can see this being a huge game for him. And you gotta like Jacksonville defense against the Colts. The Colts look I mean, I just when red zone switches to the Colts game, I hate my life and I hate watching just Matt Ryan be old. Um yeah, it's other... disgusting. It is absolutely. <laughs> it so actually awful. is disgusting, dude. I'm sorry, but it's just like, what is this shit? Um, but some, but somehow Russ like was worse. Like the race <laughs> yeah. to the bo- the race to the bottom between Russ and Matt Ryan, and Russ beat him there. It was so bad. Dude. And then on the other side, though, uh, I just don't see enough out of Mark's team to get it done. I don't. I it's two running back situation. It's just not good at all. Um, no. Yeah, like I'm sorry. Like there's just there's nothing really to really like here. Um, yeah, so we're just gonna go uh, Maddie Kid here, and I think we have one more matchup to do. Is that right? Yep, last one. Uh, take, take it away, Clayton. Clayton yep. We. Yep. All right. So Clayton's predicted to win this one by nine. Uh, we do have Jalen Hurts versus Dallas. Cooper Cup is just. It doesn't matter who he's playing against. He's gonna score probably twenty. Uh, Nick Chubb. Cam Akers, just not just I can't can't get him to Cam Akers. What they have even for Clayton's team is tough. And then I just I don't like Cam Akers. I don't think Gallup as well is going to score a lot of points. On the other side, you got Lamar Jackson against the tougher Giants defenses. Go around, huh? Man, these are two teams where I'm just like, this is kind of rough. Uh, what is going on with Wee's? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? I mean, Khalil Herbert's still in his lineup, and we Montgomery's back. So, I don't know if he has anyone else to play. Maybe Jonathan Taylor comes back this week. Then we – fuck, we don't do half takes. I'm just going to take we in the hopes that Jonathan Taylor comes back and he plugs him in at running back, and I think we does the upset points-wise. Yeah, I, I think we's going to win, and it's it's not even an upset because Jonathan Taylor looks like he's probably going to play um, – and I just think – I think Clay has a, has some tough matchups this week. Jalen Hurts, who's been gr- – well, actually, I shouldn't – he's been – he was great. Uh, no, I'll, I digress again. He has been great. He is tw- over 25 for the five weeks. Um, Cooper Cup, I, j- I just think Jalen against Dallas, that's a very tough defense. It's going to be uh, – yards are going to be tough to come by for him. Um yeah, God, I just hate having Cam Akers and like Gallup in there. It's just <laughs> this this team, this team this team doesn't have depth, so they're so reliant on those those guys at the top going off, which has happened sometimes. But I just like we better from the top to bottom with Lamar, uh, AJ Brown. Again, I will say tough Dallas defense, but um, Amari has been a nice little surprise. He has had two pretty bad weeks, but three really good weeks. Um, and I think yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor comes back. Uh, Debo's going against Atlanta, who's given up the six most points to wide receivers this year. Yeah, I'm taking Hui to win this. That'll get Hui back to 500, and Clayton would be 4-2 after that. And even if Taylor doesn't come back, he does have kind of who's now the RB1 for Seattle, and you know maybe he gets more points too. I, I just don't see Herbert being in his roster anymore, and I think that's the reason why Yahoo had him so low. Yeah, if if we starts Herbert this week, his franchise is going to be under investigation. <laughs> True, like, we might veto his roster and just sub in the other guy for him. You know. Uh, all right. Well, league 
this is a this is a crucial week. You know, this is week six. Uh, we're not quite at halfway, but we're getting there. Um, and we're going to start to see some parody in the league. So really excited. You know, we got a lot of storylines. Will I be low score for the fourth week in a row and officially hit the three-digit mark on paying people money? Or will I not? Uh, I think it's a huge storyline. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, every week is big in the League of Dawns, but we are coming up on the halfway mark. Uh, teams, not really, I'm not going to say it's like a separation week, but it's we're starting to truly find out who the good teams are, right? The first few weeks, you know, flukish things can happen, but, you know, you get here, you start to see who the big dogs are. So excited to watch. Uh, long live the League of Dogs. Long live.